This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Richard's Billiards. Hey, you guys got nothing to do tonight? Feel need to get out of the house? Feel need to get away from all your problems? Feel need to go ahead and just, you know, want to get up early in the morning and go in and take a massive shit? And then you go ahead and decide you want to go ahead and take a shower and you take about three hours to do it. And then you decide you're going to go ahead and mow the yard a couple of times and then go ahead and decide to take another shower. And then decide to take off in your car, run into a couple of people that you barely have any idea as to who the fuck they are. And wanting to do something absolutely ridiculously stupid that you regret it for the rest of your life and you feel the need to drink all of your sorrows away. Well, Richard's Billiards is the place for you. So, just to let you guys know, if you guys are doing anything on a Thursday, especially today, feel need to do something tonight. I know they had a show last night, which the main event would have loved to have appeared, but I had certain obligations. But anyways, but if you guys got nothing to do on a Thursday night, then I suggest you go over to Richard's Billiards and get a chance to take advantage of their awesome drink specials. Go ahead and play some of their pool tables and everything. And hey, if you're not busy, if you feel the need to eat something, go over to the end of the bar or actually go to the end of Theo's right over by the restrooms and go over by Pinkies and get whatever you want to eat, whether it's wings or a burger with fries or even a Philly cheesesteak. Whatever Pinkies got, they'll hook you up. So you guys got nothing to do Thursday night? or Saturday night, or any night in particular, Richard's Billiards is the place for you. Richard's Billiards, welcome to the new era, new name, same place. The return of Goldberg, the icon, rumors have been swirling. Who's next? My time as Universal Champion was all too short. So here's your breaking news. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, you're next! Take my advice. The only thing I'm taking from you is the Universal Championship. Super Showdown! The iconic Goldberg! The Fiend Bray Wyatt! Well, we are set to get ready for WWE Super Showdown to take place in just a couple of hours. It's going to be taking place right around 12 noon. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. This is the first of two episodes, as always. We got two events that are going to be happening. The first event, of course, is WWE Super Showdown. And then the second event is going to take place this coming Saturday, AEW's Revolution. A lot of great matches and a lot of... Well, very skeptical matches that the main event has looked into. I don't want to get into detail about the whole situation. But let's just say that I found out some information that, well, how do I put this delicately? Um, I don't think it should happen, but I know how it's going to all end up. But welcome, Lee. Sorry. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this new episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. I am the Main Event Player of the Super C, the God Among Gods, the King Among Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. Now, the main of... Let me see if we can... um, Well, I did have something in mind that I want to take care of immediately, but I don't think I can take care of it. Let me see if I can... Well, I had something here I wanted to show you, but uh, I don't think I can do that right now. Oh, wait a minute. Perhaps I can. Okay. Well, anyways, 
Ah, uh, what the hell was I gonna do? Oh, check it out, guys. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's what I was about to do. Okay, yeah, I was trying to um, put something together here and everything else like that. And uh, just got it right where I needed to be at. So, guys, I've got some breaking news. Well, it's not actually breaking news, but if you guys have been checking out some of the things that have been going on in the WWE Network, you may need to check it out because Super Showdown just got a whole lot interesting. Listen to this. Hi, this is Natalie Mamo coming to you live on the eve of WWE Super Showdown. Rumors are swirling after reported sightings of The Undertaker here in Riyadh. With less than 24 hours only before WWE Super Showdown, speculation surrounding the dead man is running rampant. Will the phenom appear tomorrow night? And if so, what will he do? We'll have to wait and find out tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern when WWE Super Showdown goes live only on the WWE Network. Well, if you guys did not hear that, rumors have been floating all around. Speculations have been, you know, running rampant all over the place about the appearance of The Undertaker possibly appearing over at the Super Showdown. Now, anybody that knows the main event knows that I always got the inside scoop of everything that goes on in WWE and pretty much anything that goes on in professional wrestling. We all know that The Undertaker is getting closer and closer. Well, after all, WrestleMania is coming in the next couple of months, and it wouldn't be right if The Undertaker didn't appear at WrestleMania. But we've all been wondering as to who The Undertaker will possibly face at WrestleMania. Rumors have been running rampant about which opponent could it be. Could it be John Cena? We know that he's scheduled to return this coming Friday night on SmackDown. We're going to see what John Cena is going to be doing. We also know that The Undertaker, well, I can't say he's going to be facing Goldberg at WrestleMania. Lord knows I don't want that to happen <coughs> and everything else like that. But rumor has it, and this is just kind of a little bit of the thing that we all wrestling fans know quite well. Rumor has it that The Undertaker is going to appear at Super Showdown, but the Undertaker's opponent, well, it could be anybody at this point. A lot of people were speculating that we were going to see The Undertaker take on Sting at WWE WrestleMania. Which, you know, don't get me wrong, if this was 2012, I guarantee you I would love to see Sting versus The Undertaker. But since that's not going to happen, and since we all know Sting is retired, and we all know Sting has been dying to go after The Undertaker, here, here's the thing, and I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way before anything goes any further with this. Look, just just go ahead. Just, just give us Sting versus The Undertaker. Just get it out of the way. Even if it's not at WrestleMania. Even if it's not at WrestleMania. If you put it at Super Showdown, that's fine. If you put it at any other event other than WrestleMania, that'd be okay too. The point is, The Undertaker is coming to Super Showdown. The question is, who could it be? Who could he possibly face? Now, me being the main event journalist that I am, I kind of have an idea as to who he could face. And uh, I've been waiting about a couple of years for this moment, and I hope it really does happen. Because if The Undertaker does appear at WrestleMania, who will his opponent be? Well, the opponent that I think he should face, and a lot of other people will definitely agree, should face off against The Undertaker, should be 
my man. And you know who my man is. I'm talking about one of the greatest wrestlers in all of WWE, one of the greatest professional athletes in all of this business. I'm talking about the man who is simply phenomenal. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Will he be the man to take on The Undertaker at WrestleMania 36? Ooh, we don't know. We do know that AJ Styles is scheduled to be a part of a United States Championship. Well, not a United States Championship matchup. But um, rumor has it that the title will be on the line and he will be stripped of it and a bunch of other details and everything else like that. But we'll get into that when the time is right. But anyways, Super Showdown is going to be happening this coming Sunday night. Well, I actually, I'm sorry. I keep saying Sunday. Why the fuck do I keep saying Sunday? Anyways, Super Showdown is going to be happening tomorrow. It's going to take place over on the WWE Network. Now, you guys know that Super Showdown is taking place over in Saudi Arabia. Now, usually a pay-per-view event will actually start around maybe 6 or 7 o'clock in the, in the afternoon. Just like that. But in this case, since the show is going to be taking place over in Saudi Arabia, like any other show that happens in Saudi Arabia, it's going to happen at a different time. So... <coughs> Over in their time, their time starts around probably 6.30, maybe 6 o'clock, and then starts off around 7 and ends around 10 o'clock. Now, over here in the United States, especially here in Texas, we're probably going... It says 12 noon, but I think we're going to be able to watch the WWE Super Showdown. That will probably take place... They say 12 noon. I think it's going to actually happen at 11. So, I think if if it's that if that's the case... That means we'll probably see the countdown show around 10.30 in the morning. And then the entire card will probably start around 11. So there's a good time that we'll be able to see the entire event all the way around until maybe 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Which means I'm going to have to either ask for the day off or wait until I see it in the WWE Network nonetheless. <laughs> so, before I get into this whole thing because obviously i gotta get into the whole card and everything else like that with um what you call it with super showdown taking place uh let me see uh there is one thing that i wanted to look into real quick oh just one more thing before i get into what i need to talk about here if i can just get to okay here's my facebook right here i wanted to talk about and speaking of the wwe okay <coughs> i'm really getting tired and Here's the thing, and I know the WWE is going to get on... Well, they're not going to get on my case about this, but I'm kind of getting tired of their shit. Especially every time when I post a video out, which the video clip only lasts about, oh, I don't know, maybe 10 or 20 seconds, and the WWE decides they're going to go ahead and block it just because it's their material? Well, here's the thing. I understand it's their material, but they went a little too far. They went a little too far. You go on my main event talk facebook page right and there's this video that the wwe blocked all right and you want to know what this video this video contains wwe material which should not be shown on your page you want to know the funny part about that video the video contains chris jericho taking on kenny omega at double or nothing from 2019 it was a short clip it was a very, very short clip. 
and the WWE decides to block that video when that video contains footage of, oh, I don't know, all elite wrestling? Are you fucking kidding me? Here's the thing. And, and this is the thing that I've had a huge argument with over this. WWE decides to go ahead and block videos that I have. But yet you go to all of these other pages and they're doing the same fucking thing. Why don't you go ahead and attack them? Leave me out of this. Okay? I go ahead and share. Well, I guess what it is. You know what I think it is? I think it's because I share my page or share the WWE's page and I put it on my Facebook page for everyone to see and then everything else like that. And then when I decide to display the video, they decide to go ahead and block me like a motherfucker. Are you fucking serious? Give me a damn break here. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, look, here's the thing. I'm not here to... Well, I'd love to complain and bitch and whine and moan, but that's all I could do at this point. WWE, here's the thing. If you, and, and somebody needs to really look into their social media bullshit because I need you to look at the video real, real closely. And if it does contain the WWE on it and it has WWE superstars on them and they are current superstars, you can block them, okay? I don't have a problem with that. Now, if it comes to say, oh, I don't know, a video that came from All Elite Wrestling... That is a different fucking story, okay? That's a different fucking story, WWE. Do me a favor, all right? Leave my shit alone, okay? <coughs> Leave it alone. It, and how is it How is it that WWE can block my shit, and yet Impact Wrestling doesn't block any of the stuff that I put on? And what about Elite Wrestling? Do they block my shit? No, because I'm promoting them. Same thing applies to the WWE. Everyone promotes whatever the fuck they promote. Whether they promote WWE, or promote Ring of Honor Wrestling, or promote All Elite Wrestling, or promote Lucha Underground, or promote Impact Wrestling. We all have a purpose to show wrestling on our page because we are a wrestling page. And the WWE, what, what the... Do they think I'm getting money out of this whole fucking situation? I'm not getting paid by the WWE. I'm not getting paid by Theo's. I'm not getting paid by anybody. I'm just putting this fucking page out for everyone to look at, listen to, and understand where I'm coming from. And sometimes if they want to get into the latest news, I will give it to them. All wrestling news, okay? Anything that involves wrestling and anything that's connected to the media and the whole nine yards. The point is... The WWE needs to step and get the fuck away from me. And if you want to go ahead and block a video, I don't have a problem with that. But you need to search into your... You need to look at the video first before you decide to block it. Okay? You can't just say it contains WWE. Because you could say it can contain WWE, but yet... Wait a minute. Uh, this video looks like it's from Impact Wrestling. And you call it WWE? Give me a fucking break. <sighs> okay, let's um let's get out of the whole <coughs> let's get out of the whole thing for one second and get into what I need to talk about at this point. Obviously, we got to talk about WWE Super Showdown, but before I do and before I get into this, because there are a couple things I need to look uh, look into right now, especially when it comes to my good friends at Richards Billiards. They're going to be having uh, some great events that are going to be taking place in the next couple of weeks. I know know I've uh, talked about them before, and I'm fixing to go ahead and remind everybody just so everybody can get an idea so that way I can get this out of the way. Now, let me see here. Uh, I know there was something in here that I... 
Hmm, I thought it was here somewhere. Uh, well, that's funny. There was supposed to be... There was an event over here that I thought that they posted. Uh, no, they didn't have it here. No, that was yesterday. No, that was the other day before. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the wrong page. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look into uh, Richard's Billiards page. I'm actually looking into Theo's page and everything. So, that's all right. So... Uh, da, 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 da. Just trying to look into here and everything. Uh -huh, there we go. That's much better. Okay. Now uh, there's a special event upcoming. Yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. Okay. There should be more than one event here. Okay. Okay. That's just one event out of the way. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Ah. Okay. Here we go. Alright, this is the event that is taking place, uh, well, this, I think this actually took place last night. Oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, it did place, take place last night. It features the, um, it was, uh, today, well, actually yesterday, I'm sorry, uh, concert, totally 80s, um, when in Rome, and bow, wow, wow, uh, it was an 80s concert that took place over at Richard's Billiards, and I uh, hope you guys had yourself a real good time, if you had an opportunity to see your favorite 80s music, so that took place here last night, and uh, da, da, da. yep, uh, I would have loved to promote this if I could, let me see if I can, okay, what I'm trying to do right now, so I'm looking into my stuff to see if, uh, if I could try and at least promote this out of the way, so that way I don't deal with that anymore. Boom. Okay, that's all set. It's all ready to go. Okay, let's go ahead and get right back into what I need to talk about. Several of Richard's Billiards events. I know there's a couple that is coming out in the next couple of weeks. Oh, and just to go ahead and give a big shout out to my boys over at uh, my good friends over at the House of Rock, and the reason why I'm giving a big shout-out to them is because, as most of you guys know, when this is a big shout-out to several of the members of the Periwinkle Massacre. The Periwinkle Massacre is going to be having their Wink Fest. It's going to take place over at the House of Rock on, I believe it's on, what is it, February? No, 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 I'm sorry. March 26th, I think? No, no, March 28th, I'm sorry. Uh, Friday, March 28th, the Wink Fest featuring, and this is a, a very awesome lineup here. You talk about the Periwinkle Massacre alongside with our good friends, the um, Shattered Sun, and also, I believe, uh, Conscientious will also be playing on that same event, and at, also on that same, same show... Our good friends, the Southern Revival, are going to be playing in that event as well. And, of course, there are several other bands that are going to be a part of that event as well. It's going to take place over at the House Rock Live Friday, March 20th, 28th. And um, will I be there for that? I got to find a way to get over there. I don't care. I don't care if I have to get tied up in Hector's truck and stay on top and say, Hector, let's go, okay? We, we ain't got time. We got to go. We got to get the get show rolling, okay? It's been a long, long time since the Periwinkle Massacre played over at um, the House of Rock. It's been a long, long time since the Periwinkle Massacre played at all, <coughs> period. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tremendous to check these guys out and everything else like that. So, guys, when you can, head over to the House of Rock this coming uh, I think it's, smart. like I said, Friday, March 28th. It should be a tremendous event. Cannot wait for that. Okay, let me see if I can look into this whole thing one more time. 
Okay, I'm on the Richards Billiards event, okay? And we got an event coming up on March, uh, let's see, Thursday, March 12th, 9 p.m. The London Choir Boys are going to be over at Richards Billiards on a, uh, let's see, once again, Thursday, March 12th. Door starts opening at 9 p.m. Tickets go on sale at 12 Twelve dollars a ticket, fifteen dollars a day of the show. Go over to Richard Billiards and get your tickets over there while you can. Also on March twentieth, around spring break, Friday, March twentieth at nine p.m. It's going to be Tandrick playing over. It's going to be a spring break concert event. No word as to who else is going to be playing with Tandrick, but uh, if I get any details and find out about it, I'll let you guys know. The tickets go on sale. Twelve dollars a ticket. $15 a day of the show over at Richard's Billiards. Another event that's going to take place, um, let's see, the Ataris are going to be playing over at Richard's Billiards on Friday, April 3rd, the weekend of WrestleMania and also the weekend of the Hall of Fame and NXT TakeOver. That's going to be happening. The Ataris, along with Drastic Action and Oldie Han over at Richard's Billiards, the tickets go on sale for $15. Uh, probably $20 a day of the show. I could be wrong. Get your tickets over at Richard's Billiards while you can. And, of course, um, as you guys know, uh, I think it was uh, two months ago, I think. Actually, oh, no, actually it was one month ago. I'm sorry. Riff Raff was supposed to play over at Richard's Billiards, which, is gonna, which was going to happen around February 3rd, but that didn't happen. And then they scheduled over for the 6th of March, which that didn't happen. And now they have scheduled on June 5th. It's, let's see if I can look into this one more time. Friday, June 5th at 8.30 p.m. to 11 p.m. Riff Raff with Dark Street, Rob Zilla, Michael White, and more uh, tickets. And once again, this is outstanding and absolutely ridiculous. Tickets between $20 and $70. Real crazy. But nonetheless, if you guys want to check out Riff Raff, go over and check them out over at Richard's Billiards. Get your tickets over there while you can. And uh, I know there's another event that's supposed to be happening at Richard's Billiards. I don't know if it's this week or next week. But if I find out any information, I will let you know on the Richard's Billiards event page. Richard's Billiards, welcome to the new era, new name, same place, and the whole nine yards. Okay, now that we got that whole situation out of the way, let's get into what we need to talk about, and that is tomorrow. Well, that is tonight to be exact. WWE Super Showdown is going to be taking place, as I said earlier. It's going to happen right around... Let's see. I'm sorry. It's going to happen right around... Well, it says 12 noon, but over here in Corpus Christi, we'll definitely see it right around 11 p.m. So that means if I get an opportunity to go ahead and sneak away from work for a while and get an opportunity to look at my WWE Network and check out what's going on, I'll find out what happens as soon as it goes down. <coughs> okay, so let's look into this if you don't mind. Okay, the Super Showdown page. Got it right here. Here we go. Okay, now... I'm gonna get into writing, you know, get into all these matches. There's been, there's uh, about four or three other matches that have now been added to the Super Showdown event. So let's look at all ten matches, ten matches, and I will give you my prediction on each one and let you know how I think the outcome's gonna come out to. Okay, so we got the Viking Raiders versus the OC of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. This is going to be a great tag team matchup right here. And no doubt the winner of this matchup will probably have an opportunity at a shot at the at the Raw Tag Team Championship. This is um 
This has been a match that has been overdone. And, and don't get me wrong. I like the Viking Raiders. And I like the OC of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. And while the OC is considered the best tag team in the world. And, um, and, and <laughs> is it just me or should they take back the best in the world? Ta best tag team in the world because they haven't really been looking like much of the best tag team in the world at all and with all due respect to Luke Gallows and with all due respect to Carl Anderson they're a great team but come on now you guys are not exactly the best tag team even though you got that big trophy that you got over at Super Showdown you haven't exactly been presenting yourselves as the best tag team in the world unless you're the Usos of the New Day well, actually, unless you're the Usos, you really got nothing going. But in this matchup, the um, the Viking Raiders versus the OC, uh, obviously, we're going to go with the Viking Raiders in this one. I mean, it's a tag team matchup. It's two big guys against two big guys. The Viking Raiders are going to win this matchup, hands down. It's finished. It's out the fucking window. What the fuck do you expect? It's just a regular tag team match I don't think anybody really cares about. But we'll see what happens. We'll see how this goes. Okay, let's see. We've got Humberto Carrillo going one-on-one -on -one against Angel Garza. Now, there's been a lot of people that have been asking me about why why is everybody making such a big deal about Angel Garza and why is he a third-generation superstar? Okay, let's get this out of the way because I know you know some people have wondered where Angel Garza came from. If anyone remembers the legendary... Hector Garza, and remember the Garza family from years ago, Angel is a part of that family, okay? And that family has been wrestling for a long, long time, right next to the Guerreros and everything else like that in the whole nine yards. And I got to admit, Angel Garza is definitely a hot prospect, and Angel Garza is definitely one of the hottest superstars going in all of WWE. He kind of has that style, that clash of kind of a mixture of, of uh, an Eddie Guerrero meeting an Alberto Del Rio, kind of like that combination right there. It's real good. With better hair and better style. You know, that's my, my thought of it. And and this matchup, with all due respect to Humberto, I, I like him. I think he's a great talent. But I'm going to actually go with Angel Garza on this one. I, I You know, he is, he's been the Cruiserweight champion. I see big things happening for him. I'm just wondering, you know, is he going to stick with NXT or is he going to go to Raw? I mean... That, that's been kind of an up-and-down-hill type situation, and I don't understand the whole shit. But nonetheless, I'm going with Hector. I'm going with Angel Garza. I think he has a chance to win it. He'll win it over Super Showdown against Humberto, Humberto Carrillo. <coughs> okay, the next matchup right here. And this is where it's a doom match. Yes. It's a doom match for a reason. Because this one superstar is doomed to lose, and the other one is doomed to win. And here, hold on for just a second. Okay, now, the Doom match is, it's going to, sorry, it's going to be <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, who's going to doom to lose up against... Saudi Arabia's own Mansoor. Yes, you heard it. You heard it right. And right away, everyone's already saying, "Oh, we already know Mansoor is going to win." Yes, 
I predicted it. I see it too. And here's the thing. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna spread this out to the members of the Periwinkle Massacre because when you look at this guy Monsoor, he looks a lot like Mike Rod with the long hair. He he does. I mean, if you look, and I swear to God, I'm going to put a pic out of. Mike Rod from a long time ago, right next to Monsoor, and they will look exactly the same. I, I promise you. You see Mike Rod. I mean, Mike Rod can go Rob Van Dam all he wants to, but he looks like Monsoor, okay? I promise you, okay? Monsoor to win the match against Dolph Ziggler, that's going to end up just like that. Simple as that. Another matchup. Speaking of the WWE Raw Tag Team titles, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, and Buddy Murphy to defend the titles against my good friends. Well, not my good friends, actually, but definitely uh, someone that I like and definitely want to see them become the next Raw Tag Team titles. It's going to be Seth Raw. It's going to be the Street Profits of Angelo Dawson and Montez Ford. Now, <clears throat> most people have already been predicting that Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy are going to win the tag team titles. And the Street Profits are going to lose this matchup. I kind of see it differently here. Now, hear me out because I know there's some people who are probably going to think, Oh, well, Furman's going to be wrong in this one. Uh, there are times where I'll admit that I'm wrong. And then there are times where I am on the fucking money. Hear me out. This whole thing with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens is going to escalate somewhere at WrestleMania. And I don't exactly see Seth Rollins holding on to the tag team titles much longer. And plus, we really need to see those tag team titles around a legitimate team. So at Super Showdown, I see the Street Profits winning the tag team titles. Now, if they win the tag team titles at Super Showdown, that would be good for that tag team. Now, if it goes even further and if the feud escalates, we may see the Monday Night Messiah and Buddy Murphy, not Murphy, Buddy Murphy, we might see them lose again and you know, somewhere down the road and then who do you replace? You put the AOP up against the Street Profits at WrestleMania. I mean, I don't think that's gonna be the. I don't think that's gonna be the actual match is gonna take place. But I think I like that idea a whole lot better than seeing the Monday Night Messiah and Buddy Murphy hold on to the Raw Tag Team Titles. So while everyone else is deciding that they're gonna go ahead and go with the Monday Night Messiah and Buddy Murphy, the main event is gonna stick with. The Street Profits. I think they'll win the tag team titles. I think they deserve it. I think they'll be able to get it over to Saudi Arabia. And I think they should be able to get those titles. And we should see teams like the AOP and the Viking Raiders and, and you know Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson and have those guys go out to the tag team titles. Not two single guys that were just put together, win the titles, and then, hola, there it is, guys. They won the titles. Orale. The main event's going to go with the Street Profits. To win the tag team titles tonight, or later on today, <coughs> at the Super Showdown event. Okay, this one, and I've been very, very skeptical about this one. A singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bayley, it's go one-on-one -on -one against Naomi. Now, I admit that I do like this match. 
Although I am a bit skeptical that this matchup is taking place over in Saudi Arabia, despite the fact that, you know, even though they had, uh, what was it, Crown Jewel, when they had Natalia and Lacey Evans make history, that was good. And it would be nice to make history again further down the road. Not now. But as long as long as the Saudi Arabia government agrees with having two women compete in a match for a for the SmackDown Women's Championship, I'll be okay with it. But there's one thing that I'm waiting for. One thing that I'm waiting for. If anybody saw that matchup with Natalia versus um, Lacey Evans, you'll notice that they were wearing, you know, they were wearing some kind of. Well, they were fully clothed, okay? They were fully clothed over at this match. I'm going to expect the same thing. I'm going like in other words, like in other words, you'll see Bailey come down the aisle wearing the women's championship and she'll be fully clothed from head to toe. I see that coming. And also the same applies with with Naomi, especially Naomi, okay? Because here's the thing. Naomi is a beautiful and attractive woman, and let's call it like we see it, ladies and gentlemen. She's got an ass. She has got a fine ass, and I ain't going to lie to you, okay? Just like that, a fine ass. That ass is going to get covered at Saudi Arabia. I promise you that when that happens. If that happens, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be one, I, I guess they're going to be a lot, well, Jimmy Uso will probably be the only person who will be pissed off because his wife is covered in all fucking black and shit. The hell's the matter with them? But anyways, this matchup for the women's championship, uh, I, I, I'm gonna actually go with the, uh, the critics and everybody else. They all been saying that um, they expect Bailey to win the match, but by a cheating victory, which, which wouldn't surprise me. I kind of, actually, I kind of want to see Naomi win the match, but win it via countdown and. Bailey walks out with the SmackDown Women's Championship, and then it will escalate into seeing Bailey versus Naomi for the well. I was gonna say WrestleMania, but we got the Elimination Chamber match coming up in about another week, so <clears throat> I expect big things to happen there. Okay, so uh, the main event's gonna go with Naomi to win the match, but Bailey to still be the champions. Okay. Now, this next matchup right here, it's a gauntlet match for a for some kind of trophy, which I cannot pronounce the name because it sounds really weird. It's Saudi Arabia, for crying out loud. My man AJ Styles versus Andrade the Champion versus Bobby Lashley versus Eric Rowan versus R-Truth versus Rey Mysterio. Now, there are some people that have been asking me why was why was Rusev not a part of this matchup? He was replaced by Rey Mysterio. Now, as most of you guys know, Rusev is still under well, he's not under fire with WWE. Supposedly, they say he's injured, which I I seriously doubt that. I think what they're doing is we all know that Rusev's contract is coming up, <clears throat> and he's due to leave for the WWE soon. So they have not made. They've been trying to get Rusev to sign a deal with the WWE. We know his wife, Lana, 
well, at least we hope that's his wife, Lana. We hope that we hope we know that Lana signed a multi-million dollar deal with the WWE, and Rusev has yet to sign anything. And here's the thing: personally, to me, if Rusev leaves, it wouldn't be a bad thing. It wouldn't be a bad thing at all. I I don't got nothing against Rusev. I I wish bigger fortunes and bigger time for Rusev. But if the WWE is not going to offer him anything like an opportunity at something other than a United States title, dude, come on. I'm so sick of seeing Rusev in a United States title match. Put him in an Intercontinental, or better yet, why not move Rusev to SmackDown? Come on, give him greener pastures. Do that. All right, get it out of the way. Okay. In this matchup, word has it that Andrade is supposed to, he's been suspended. For about a few days now, okay? A few weeks to be exact. And he's scheduled to appear in this pay-per-view. So Andrade either will hold on to the title or he may drop it. So, hmm, this is going to be interesting. If you could believe this or not, I would like for Andrade to win. But I think, and this is the big one, this is a big surprise. I think Eric Rowan should walk away the United States champion champion that night. You want to know why? Because here's the thing. AJ Styles, he's been United States champion. Andrade's been, and he's been United States champion. Bobby Lashley has been a champion. R-Truth has been champion. Eric, uh, Rey Mysterio has been champion. So the only person on this list of many champions should be Eric Rowan. Think about it. There hasn't there hasn't been able to been some sort of push for Rowan. You know, Eric Rowan hasn't had any sort of push at all ever since he had his match with Roman Reigns several months ago. I think Eric Rowan should become the United States champion. I think it should happen. One of two things are going to happen. Either Andrade is going to hold on to the title, but I've been hearing rumors that the title could be taken away from him. So, if that happens, if it happens... I'm going to go with Eric Rowan. I think Eric Rowan will be the man to become the United States champion. And he's not only going to, I would say, make the United States title a little bit better. He's going to make things just a little bit more interesting. Just a little bit more interesting. And speaking of, well, I see the fourth match right over here. uh, The next match right over here. But I'm going to leave that alone for later. Okay. The next matchup. Roman Reigns. Versus King Corbin in a steel cage match. And I know some people have been asking me the same question. When is this shit going to fucking end? When is this crap with Roman Reigns and and fucking uh, King Corbin? When is this crap going to end? Well, let me give you my answer for that. My answer is it's going to be Roman Reigns. He's going to win and he's going to defeat. He's going to defeat King Corbin. And this crap will be officially over. No more King versus Roman Reigns. That's going to be out the fucking window. We're not going to deal with this shit anymore, okay? That's out the fucking window. Now, let's get to something else here if you don't mind. Uh, Let's see. I'd like to get to oh, this one right here. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the New Day to defend (coughs) their Tag Team Championship against Let's see if I can get to here. Ah, the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Big E to defend their SmackDown Tag Team Championship against 
The Return of John Morrison, The Miz. Now, guys, in this matchup, I know there's a lot of people that know that I don't like The Miz. I hate him. I can't stand him. He sucks. He blows chunks. He makes me want to throw out my vomit about 95 times. But, there's a but. Yes, there's a but. I actually want them to win the tag team titles. Yes, I do. And let me explain why. I love John Morrison. I think he's a great talent. And believe it or not, I am, well, I'm not growing on The Miz a little bit, but I'm actually liking how this is right now because, you know, everyone's been saying that, you know, Miz and Morrison are a heel tag team, but they're not really a heel tag team. They're, they're not. They are actually a babyface tag team. I, I know that sounds weird, and I know because, oh, well, the crowd doesn't really like him. No, this is the thing. You see, The Miz and Morrison have been honest with everyone, and that is sort of the heelish, the babyface turn that I'm looking for. But when I look at The Miz and when I look at Morrison, how they were from years ago to now, I realize, okay, if fans are going to put them as a heel tag team, then fine. Let them be a heel tag team. And plus... I'm going to probably be the only person that will say I just want to see the New Day lose the tag team titles so that way I don't have to see the belts around them anymore. I'm already getting tired of seeing fucking, you know, the New Day. And with all due respect to Big E and with all due respect to Kofi Kingston, I like them. They're a great tag team, but you need to change your fucking gimmick. Come on. A lot of people are already starting to get tired of this fucking shit. All right. Leave it alone. Okay. New Day will prevail, they will win, and they're going to take the tag team, no, 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 I'm sorry, New Day will lose, I'm sorry, New Day will lose, they will lose the tag team titles to John Morrison, uh, to John Morrison and to The Miz, sorry, I got a little bit distracted there, (laughs) and everything else like that, (coughs) okay, we got two matches here. One matchup that I know that everyone's going to be talking about. And another, well, it's not exactly a big match to talk about, but we'll go ahead and get it out of the way anyway. So, let me see if I can... uh, Okay. Let me get into this. One match in particular. Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet for the WWE Championship at Super Showdown. This matchup is going to be spectacular. This match is going to be outstanding. This match is going to be awesome. It's going to be the greatest match in the history of the WWE. This is the match that everyone will be talking about. And right away, I'm full of fucking shit when I say that. Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Okay, let's see. Brock Lesnar has beaten several small guys his size. Let's view here, shall we? Uh, Brock Lesnar against Rey Mysterio. He lost! Out the fucking window. Let's see. Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk. I love CM Punk. He lost! He's out the fucking window. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. Small guy. Great champion. He lost! He out the fucking window. Let's see. Brock Lesnar taking on Finn Balor. Uh, He had his match. He lost. He's out the window. Ah! That's gone. Let's see. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. And he, well, actually, wait a minute. 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Even though, despite the fact that Seth Rollins did beat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship, he did lose once. Maybe twice. I could be wrong. But nonetheless, Seth Rollins out the fucking window. The point is, <coughs> Brock Lesnar has defeated a lot of small guys. He's defeated a lot of these small guys somewhere between the 150 to 200 pound mark. And you ex- and here's the thing. With all due respect to Ricochet, I like Ricochet. I dig Ricochet. I think Ricochet is a fucking shit. But however, Ricochet is going up against the Beast Incarnate. He's going up against... How does Paul Heyman say it? <coughs> Let me see. Um, Let me get up. Damn it, I'm on a Pepsi. Okay, well, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. <coughs> How does Paul Heyman say it? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the ricochet killing machine at Super Showdown. The reigning, defending, undisputed WWE heavyweight champion of the world, Brock Lesnar. And you're going to sit here and tell me that Brock is going to lose the title to Ricochet. I got news for you. Not happening. This is this match already. It's it's too unpredict. It's too predictable. Okay, Brock will win, beat Ricochet, go out the window, and then when WrestleMania rolls around, then we'll see Brock lose to Manus guy. Well, he's actually his. He's always been my guy, but he's the man that's going to take down Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That be the number one contender, the two, the winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre. That's gonna happen. Well, that's gonna happen at WrestleMania. But as far as Super Showdown goes, Brock Lesnar will beat Ricochet in 95 seconds, actually in 20 seconds. But that's just my call on it. Anyways, and also, and also, there's one thing I did left out. I mentioned the Undertaker. The Undertaker could make a surprise appearance, but if he makes a surprise appearance, it could happen during that that trophy championship for the United States title or wherever it goes. If we see a face-to-face confrontation between The Undertaker and AJ Styles at Super Showdown, that's going to be the fucking shit. And I'm going to love seeing AJ Styles go one-on-one against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Oh, God. God, that just boils my fucking blood up into the fucking streams. Ah, Okay, anyways. (laughs) Let's get into the next and final matchup. And this is the one I'm definitely going to talk about for the Universal Championship. It's going to be The Fiend Bray Wyatt to go one-on-one against... A former world champion, a former universal champion in his own right, and the man who had one of the greatest streaks in the history of professional wrestling, I'm talking about Bill Goldberg. The Fiend versus Goldberg. Now, I have analyzed this match. I have looked into this match. 
And all I can say about this match is quite simple, guys. Everyone is saying The Fiend is going to win it. Here's the thing. I would love for The Fiend to win. I would love for that to happen. Okay, but I said this before and I'll say it again. I want The Fiend to actually beat Goldberg in the middle of the ring. Now, I forgot about something. I forgot about something. I forgot about something that just you know passed me right by. He does have the mandible claw. He does have the mandible claw. If he hits that move on Goldberg and lays him down and Goldberg quits, well, actually, I doubt Goldberg will quit. He'll just pass out, you know, just like that. And if that happens, well, if The Fiend actually beats Goldberg, then I may have a different mindset about The Fiend. But if Goldberg laid down for him just like that... I'll be like, oh, come on. You're fucking Goldberg, man. You're the guy that beat Hulk Hogan for the World Heavyweight Championship in WCW. You're the guy that took Raven out of his fucking chair and took the United States Championship from him. You're the guy that beat The Rock on your first night at WWE. You're the guy that beat Brock Lesnar in over a minute and 23 seconds. You're going to sit there and tell me that the Fiend, yes, he's invincible. Yes, he's a monster. Yes, he's all this. But until here's the thing, and I said this before and I'll say it again. The Fiend has taken on a bunch of little boys. He's, ta- he's defeated Finn Balor. He's defeated Seth Rollins. He's defeated The Miz. He defeated Daniel Bryan all little boys, with all due respect, great competitors, great athletes, but now the fiend's going after a man. The, the, the fiend's going after a big, grown-ass man. Someone that's not going to fall for the hocus-pocus bullshit. So here's the thing. My prediction, a lot of people are going for the fiend. I actually want Goldberg to win. I want Goldberg to win because personally to me, Goldberg will spear through that motherfucker right goddamn right through the fucking rose. I see The Fiend losing to Goldberg just like that because unless The Fiend actually comes up with something that will make me think, oh my God, The Fiend's going to kill Goldberg. Until that actually happens, Goldberg will kill The Fiend Fans will hate it, and you know what? I don't give a shit. And everyone was talking about what what was it? What was what were the fans upset about when Goldberg defeated Kevin Owens a couple of years ago? Here's the thing, guys, and let me be realistic here. I like Kevin Owens too, but let's be honest. You think a guy like Kevin Owens can beat a guy like Goldberg? Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Give me a fucking break. Brock Lesnar is the closest person to even beat Goldberg. At least I can believe him. The Fiend? Huh. Good luck with that. But all I can say is, at the end of the night, at the end of Super Showdown, goes a little something like this. If The Fiend Bray Wyatt beats Goldberg single-handedly and makes me believe he can beat anybody, okay, I'll stick to that. I'll stick to the fact that The Fiend beat Goldberg, okay? At Super Showdown. I'll stick to it. However, however, 
If Goldberg spears the shit out of the fiend and lays him out and drops him like a fucking bad habit and say the match ends in, say, five minutes and Goldberg wins the title and defeats Goldberg and defeats the fiend. I'm going to sit back, relax. I'm going to chill out for a moment, have myself a beer, drink it. The last words will come out of my mouth will be, I told you so, you stupid motherfuckers. Because give me a fucking break. You cannot. You can, I swear to God. I would. I will. And honestly, this is the fucking truth. I will put The Fiend up against Kane from 1998. And we'll see who wins that fucking match. And by the way, get rid of the fucking red light. All right? We don't need to see that red light. Okay? I don't want to see anything red. Okay? If I see anything red, I want to see it on a Corvette. No, 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 no. Let me correct that. If I see red, I'm going to see it on a fucking Mustang. Okay? That's how I don't want to see red anywhere. Okay? I'll see red on an apple. I'll see red on cherry. I'll see red on a Coke. I don't want to see the red light at all at Super Showdown. Okay? That's how it goes. So to all the people that are going to go for The Fiend, hey, you go for The Fiend, dig it, like it, shoo it. However, if he loses to Goldberg, I told you so. That's it. I told you so. But <laughs> but nonetheless, guys, we're getting closer and closer to the end to this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And everything else like that. So that's what's going to happen. Those are my predictions that are going to happen at Super Showdown tomorrow night. Or actually in the next couple of hours when you guys get an opportunity. Check out the Super Showdown as it happens live on the WWE Network. It's free for new subscribers. So if you guys get an opportunity, go to WWE.com and subscribe to the WWE Network and get an opportunity to check out Super Showdown for free. And then, of course, we got the Elimination Chamber coming up. And then, of course, we got... WrestleMania coming up. I don't even know if I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a fast lane happening at all, right? Yeah, I don't think that I don't think fast lane is happening at all, but we'll see what happens. But nonetheless, guys, that's gonna do for this edition of this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. But before I go ahead and go, the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast will take place around Saturday, the night of AEW's Revolution. You guys know about several of the matches that are going to be taking place. Oh, and let me just get this out of the way real quick because there have been several matches that have already been announced, several matches that I cannot believe are going to happen. We already know about the AEW World Heavyweight Championship matchup to take place. It's going to be Chris Jericho defending the championship against John Moxley. We know about MJF going one-on-one against Cody Rhodes. We know about uh, the AEW Tag Team titles. And there have been several matches that have already been added to this whole thing, including Nyla Rose going one-on-one against Chris Stantlander for the AEW Women's Championship. And this match... Oh, my God. They... And I'm going to discuss this on on the next pay-per-view, on the next episode. Follow along with me on this if you don't mind. Pack the bastard pack to go one-on-one against Orange Cassidy. Pack going one on one against Orange Cassidy at AEW's Revolution. 
That's all you need to know for right now. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about AEW's revolution coming up this Saturday. Be, be, stay tuned for that episode when it comes up this coming Saturday um, on the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. But before I go ahead and go, get an opportunity to follow the main event on Facebook.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Twitter at Twitter.com slash at main event player. Follow me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash at main event player. And also follow my main event talk Facebook page at Facebook.com slash at real main event talk. So get a guy get a chance oh and don't forget to uh follow richard's billiards at well at richard at facebook.com slash at richard's billiards and check out all their upcoming events in the next couple of weeks and no doubt there are going to be more events coming up in the next couple of weeks to the next couple of months hey february is almost ending guys so we're getting ready for march that means spring break and that means several badass pay-per-views and everything else like that and several big concerts that are going to be happening so the main event is going to be looking forward to that so ladies and gentlemen i am out of here i'm getting ready to leave but before i go i have this little personal contact that's about to take place in just a few seconds right as i get off the air so You'll hear this song. You'll know where it comes from. It's pretty much a theme song for WWE Super Showdown. So, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Main Event Talk. And like I said before, this is just the first episode. This is all about Super Showdown. And this coming Saturday, it'll all be about AEW's revolution. So, guys, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. Thank you.